Welcome, and let's buckle up for Episode 7 of Drive Time Talks, a podcast created exclusively for our policy drivers, the team members driving policy decisions on issues that matter to Toyota. This is Donna Rudy from Government Affairs, coming to you from Washington, D.C. And kicking off our very first traffic report of the year, the six-month anniversary of the official start of NAFTA renegotiation talks has officially passed. It's still unclear how the effort is going to end. The next formal round is this week in Mexico City. And Toyota offices in Mexico, Canada, and North America will attend the seventh round of talks. Rules for automotive content reportedly will receive more than 20 hours of discussion. And the eighth round is being slated for the Washington, D.C. area in either late March or early April. For this Rush Hour report, some of our policy drivers may recall responding to a call to action last year in support of federal preemption to end the emerging patchwork of inconsistent autonomous vehicle state laws. This went to 900 of our policy drivers whose legislators served on the House and Senate Commerce Committees. The good news is that thanks to our policy drivers, in October, the Senate Commerce Committee unanimously passed autonomous vehicle legislation that includes federal preemption. And Senate leadership has been seeking to bring this bipartisan bill to the Senate floor. Unfortunately, Senators Feinstein and Harris of California have placed a hold on the legislation. They express concerns that the bill will interfere with California's ability to enforce local traffic laws or emission standards, which sponsors of the bill and a wide-ranging group of stakeholders supporting the legislation have confirmed otherwise. We have asked for the help of our policy drivers in California, and they are actively reaching out to the senators to let them know how important the AV Start Act is to Toyota and to the auto industry. We will be back in touch in hopes that your efforts, once again, will help lift the hold and allow it to be considered by the full Senate. Looking in the rearview mirror on Pennsylvania Avenue, what stood out for us in the White House? We've been tweeted by the president several times, first right after the election on our new plant in Mexico, and in response, we shared our 60 years of investment and employment in the U.S. The next tweets followed on the announcement of our joint venture with Mazda, where President Trump recognized us for bringing 4,000 jobs and $1.6 billion to the state of Alabama. The president also recognized Toyota for our $1.3 billion investment at our Kentucky plant and our new headquarters in Plano. But the best by far was the shout-out we received in his State of the Union address. In our Constitution Avenue segment, let's hear what Congressman Andy Barr had to say about our Kentucky plant when he was at the recent Washington Auto Show. Hello, Toyota team members. It's Andy Barr from the Washington, D.C. Auto Show, right here with the new 2018 Camry built in Georgetown, Kentucky, Toyota's largest plant in the world. Uh, We are so proud that Kentuckians right there in Georgetown, Kentucky, in the 6th Congressional District, build the Toyota Camry and do such an outstanding job. You know, since 1986, uh, your facility in Georgetown represents a $7 billion investment for the national economy, for the Kentucky economy. We're so proud of the great work that you all do. Hats off to Will James, uh, who ably led uh, your facility there at TMMK for the last number of years, and a, and a hearty welcome to Susan Elkington, who is carrying on the tradition of excellence. Thanks for all you do. Keep up the great work. 
Now let's turn to West Virginia, Indiana, and Alabama in this segment on state highways to see what our plant presidents are up to. Our very own West Virginia plant president, Leah Curry, represented Toyota this week at the invitation of the members of the Congressional Blue Collar Caucus. They met with auto industry leaders like Toyota and GM to discuss workforce, jobs and manufacturing, the industry's perspective on global trade, and how best they can promote an agenda that supports American manufacturing workers, given the challenges and opportunities faced by the industry today. Trade deals like NAFTA can open the door to more business opportunities for U.S. automotive manufacturers if we maintain and foster a globally competitive workforce. And that's why Toyota has continued to invest in the Advanced Manufacturing Technician Program, now in nine states, to help solve the skills gap and why we continue to invest in manufacturing capacity in the United States. Toyota's Indiana plant president, Millie Marshall, and vice president, Tim Hollander, joined Indiana Congressman Larry Bouchon in the nation's capital to honor Vice President Pence and the second lady at the Indiana Society of Washington's Tribute Gala. Vice President Pence recognized members of Indiana's congressional delegation who attended to help raise funds to carry out improvement of the Indiana Plaza, which sits on Pennsylvania Avenue between the White House and the Capitol, a legacy project to mark the plaza as a point of interest for all Hoosiers visiting the nation's capital. Alabama's newly minted Senator Doug Jones, while touring his state, stopped at Northwest Shoals Community College to hear from students, faculty, administrators, and industry on public-private partnerships that can improve the workforce pipeline. Toyota's Alabama plant president, David Fernandez, offered his perspective and lessons learned from our partnership with Calhoun Community College, which develops skilled maintenance technicians through the Advanced Manufacturing Technician Program. Senator Jones serves on the Senate Health, Education, Labor, and Pensions Committee, which has jurisdiction over many workforce policy issues. Now let's take a quick detour. Oh, what the? Did you know that cursing is a crime in Virginia? Thanks to a law written before the Civil War, swearing in the Old Dominion State is a Class 4 misdemeanor. Back then, it carried a $1 fine, but these days, it'll set you back a cool $250. One state lawmaker is trying to get rid of the law, although that might be because he comes from a county with a name that could easily be mistaken for a curse word, Fauquier County. So if you have a potty mouth, be sure to wash your mouth out with soap before you visit Virginia, or be prepared to fork over some serious cash. And that's it for this episode of Drive Time Talks. This is Donna Rudy signing off from Washington. Mata ayamasho. Until next time. <laughs>